Hey mamas, while I have your attention for just a few more seconds, I couldn't wait to get on here and share with you all about this app that I'm recording all of my podcasts for you through. It's called Anchor, and it is truly the easiest way to make a podcast. Don't believe me? Let me break it down and explain to you. First and foremost, it's free. That's right, it does not cost you one cent. And even better, there's actually creation tools inside the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's really that simple. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You also can make money from your podcast, hello, with no minimum listenership. So, As in the words of Jerry Maguire, we can all say, show me the money, baby. Basically, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So moms, as you know, I support every mama having a voice. Your voice needs to be heard. So go ahead, go download the free Anchor app today and get your voice heard. Share what you're passionate about. Go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that's Anchor. .fm to get started and I look forward to listening to you very soon. Hey all you mamas, grandmamas, aunts and all you fabulous daughters listening and I just want to thank all my women for tuning in and coming to yeah another episode of Moms Matter where every single mom, yes you, has a voice has a story and this is where she gets to share it. And today I am so excited because I'm actually welcoming back one of my previous guests. You guys, if you've listened to all of my other episodes, you will recognize her as she is the mom that went truly from like a zero to hero story, going from just the scariest thing that I think anyone could imagine, having her baby immediately in the NICU and going through all the highs and lows of the first few months of his life while he was fighting for his life in the NICU. And now uh, her sweet baby boy just celebrated his first birthday. And so I want to just officially welcome back Miss Kristen Clement to the podcast. Hello, Kristen. Hello. I'm so excited. Yeah, we got some really great um, dialogue going last time, and uh, I've actually heard back from some of my listener listeners, people who just said that they really resonated with your story, that um, they too have gone through nightmare just issues with the NICU, and your story brought them some hope. So, Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, yeah, so feel, feel, I know that you've had some great opportunities to talk with other mamas and like there's definitely I feel always that little silver lining in all of our storms so you definitely got some coming your way from the Moms Matter podcast. Yay! (laughs) Um, Yes so we want to talk about being a single mom in the first year. Yes, that's something that uh, I don't know if my listeners know. I th- you did share a little bit last time, but if you're brand new and you're just tuning in, this is your first episode you're listening to, we'll quickly catch you up in that. Kristen became a mom uh, just about a year ago. Her sweet little boy, Caspian, just turned a year old. And upon becoming a mom, she also found herself suddenly, all of a sudden, facing that decision of um, becoming a single mom as well. And I think there's a lot of women out there that could imagine those being two terrifying things um, coming at the same time all of a sudden becoming a mom but also becoming single and so what how did that how did that all come about for you or you know take us through that journey why all of a sudden 
your baby's here and then how it came that you decided to yeah sever ties with his dad well you know you you have a lot of expectations when you become a mom and when you become a mom with somebody you know else you want to share all of those things and it just having a baby and having to put all that focus you know from your relationship to putting it onto a newborn it puts a lot of strain on a relationship it doesn't matter if you've been married 15 years mm-hmm. you know five or if you've only been together for a couple of years um and i think as a mom you just realize that your priorities are different and if that significant other is not willing to grow with those changes it, you have a choice and he didn't he didn't want to grow he didn't want to you know revolve his world around our kid it was still revolved around him he still wanted me focused more on him than on our kid on our son you know Caspian he's he's my world he's the reason i get up at 6 in the morning every morning <laughs> day after day right day after day even on my days off but i love it um Yeah, we faced a lot of challenges. It was, you know, with him being on his feeding tube, coming home from the NICU and having to have him on a tight schedule for feed because he didn't tell us when he was hungry. So we just kind of had to have alarms. Right. Um, there were a lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> there were a lot of nights, you know, kind of like how anything would be with a newborn, whether they're from the NICU or not. It was still there just with different challenges. And um Yeah, we we found that we were arguing a lot more and it wasn't just arguing. It was yeah. like screaming matches and it was terrible. It was negative. Mm. There was so much negative energy. It, yeah. We kind of came to a mutual agreement that it wasn't healthy for us and it wasn't healthy for our son. And eventually it got to the point where I had to tell him to get out because it's one thing to live with somebody that you're with it's another thing to live with somebody that you aren't with and they're just roommates and they're paying their, their mm-hmm. portion of things and then there's a whole different ball game of living with someone who doesn't want to do anything but feel sorry for himself and it oh, was yeah. it was rough and the decision was hard I cried for days um I um yeah. <laughs> well, cuz you know, cuz there's so much in that. Like there's so much that leads up to this decision. It's most certainly not easy, I don't think for anyone to end a relationship cuz I happen to know because Chris and I are family friends and I know that you guys had been together um for quite a few years. I think six about five years. years. It would have been six years last October. <laughs> Yeah, so that's like half a decade of your life and you are, you know, still in your 20s. And so it's like your first really big serious relationship. You have a child with this guy and then so to have to make this decision, it must have been one of the hardest things you ever had to do it, in your life. It wasn't it wasn't like I said there were a lot of things that led up to it because hmm. I as hmm. some people say when women are no longer in the relationship mentally or emotionally they check themselves out. They're there physically but we're just kind of walking around like zombies and that's how it was and that's not fair to him either. And that's how 
explained it to each other is like, look, you know, you deserve someone who can give their all. And clearly I can't because my all is going to go into this beautiful baby boy who smiles at me every morning, (laughs) you know, who gives me those little things. Like he couldn't handle that. Me telling my son that I loved him more than anything. And that's because, you know, we, we created that. We, we, you know, baked that bun in the oven, (laughs) some would say. Um, And it just, you have this different, it's a different kind of love though. It's not like in your echo. Yeah. You still love your husband. And then I get that. Yeah. Like I get that as a mom and it's hard to describe, I think, unless maybe you're there too. And I think that mature, um, mature men can understand that too. There's a key word, men. um, There's a difference between men and there's a difference between boys. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And and it's funny how parenthood is so, I I call it a mirror. It's like, it is so reflective for yourself, but also for the person you have Mm -hmm. a child with, or maybe even someone in your family that you've known your whole life. And then they become a parent and you're just like, wow, like it's a beautiful opportunity I feel it's but it can be a a good opportunity to be really self-reflective and to get real or it can be really ugly you can really confront some of the hardest parts of yourself and also your partner and from what you've just described would you say that was there like a touch of jealousy that had come from Caspian's father and to, to go into a little more detail I did everything for Caspian's father. I mean, I literally everything. Um, He didn't have to work. He didn't have to clean. He didn't have to cook. Um, He he didn't have to do anything. He barely took care of the few animals that we did at the time. Now I blessed my house with another dog because I'm insane, but... (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, he uh, pretty much had the golden life of a person living with somebody who did everything for them. But then when you have a child in that household, things change, you know, people have to change. And to try and be a single, not a single mom, but to be a mom, it, it kind of, to describe it easily, it felt like I was raising two kids. One was an infant and one was a grown ass, it was a grown ass man who didn't want to do anything and I had to make that executive decision of where I asked myself where did I see myself you know in five years and I yes and honestly I saw myself still being miserable and I saw myself Mm. being toxic and negative Mm. I wasn't hanging with my family very often if I did it was I was managed by him oh when are you coming home you know you said you were going to be home 15 minutes ago why aren't you here I haven't eaten all day it's not my responsibility to feed you you're 26 years old so again it was just a lot of negativity a lot of toxicity um you know It, it was a lot that you didn't see getting better. No. It was just going to be almost like a snowball effect. Yes. And, and most certainly I'm sure something you also, an environment you didn't no. want to raise your son in or around and either. And honestly, 
it's funny that you bring that up too because when so if we skip forward to finally making that decision and you know of course with breaking up with anyone that you've been with long term it's it's a lot it's emotional it's angering it's it's just so many different things and yes we had our yelling match we had our crying fits and this and that and we had first come to the decision that okay you're going to stay here you're going to be um a still a father figure to him for the remaining 6 months we said up until he's a year and then you have to figure something out mm-hmm. but then the reality set in of wow i'm not with this person i, I don't ha- i don't have to have all these expectations and you know he shouldn't have expectations he still expected me to do everything for him mm-hmm. and i put my foot down and he didn't like that and i'm like well you have two options you can find a place to live other than here on your own or i'm going to get family involved because i can't live in this toxic environment i can't do it i've worked hard to get where i am i've worked you know my butt off to support what i need to um and Usually I'm a, you know as knowing me on a personal level I'm a very positive a bubbly upbeat person and I wasn't that way for 6 years. So it it was a lot and when we finally got him to his family came down they got to see the baby for the second time but the first time outside of a hospital setting. So they were excited we tried to keep it as normal as possible and we kept it on the D, the DL the down low of what was going on cuz a it's nobody else's business. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Everyone tries to make it their yes, business. Yeah, it's no, it's, it's good nobody else's it business. Way. Don't get me wrong, I shared it, but it took me weeks to even tell my dad. And when I did tell him, it felt so good cuz you know, even though I'm not a daddy's mm. girl, I still cherish you know his reaction so it, it took yeah. a lot it did but yeah so he finally he got to see his family um after not seeing them for a while and they packed his stuff up and he left did i tell him that he had wow. to leave the state of florida i did not um You know, I I didn't that was his that was choice. His choice and he tries to this day to try and tell me that, "Well, you kicked me out and you made me leave my son." And I'm like, "No. <laughs> You're an adult. You have your own mind. You have your own options." But and go and I'm curious, Kristen, mm-hmm. like for, no, for other moms because I I feel like what you're going through is um is very specific to you but not necessarily unique in that there are other moms I know that have had to face these same circumstances and what would you say like how do you react when he says things like that to you like when he tries or if other moms are out there like if they're the father of their children try to make them feel like they did this to them how do you react how do you get through those moments um I definitely uh, it I get angry. I get angry because I know, you know, you you know when you, you've done something. Like you can be like, "Oh, well, you know, like when someone knows that they um poked a bear and someone goes, "Oh, you poked that bear." You're like, mm. 
<laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't do that. You kind of have a joking manner of it. But when someone falsely accuses you of something and tries to put blame on something that you you had no say in, it makes you angry. It at least it makes me angry. And so to try and keep that anger held in and to keep a calm composure is challenging. <laughs> And the very it, well, it's like I said, it's kind of like having a kid who talks back to you, and you're like, okay, yeah. you have the option to scream at them, or you yeah. turn around and you take a very deep breath and go, you know what? I'm gonna talk to you when you're not angry at me, and when I'm not <laughs> angry at you. <laughs> yeah. So, in yeah. some sense, to all the moms out there, don't let them beat you up. Don't let them put you down because yeah. that's. They want to do that because they're angry because they know they're in the wrong. Yeah. And you know, men take yeah. things so differently. It's so funny. They try to tell us women that we're so sensitive, we're so this, but oh, sometimes I think men are. Yeah. <laughs> they can the be very sensitive too. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yeah. And it's almost like it's that age-old saying of like picking your battles. Yeah. Like, like you know, it's like you got to know like what's worth standing exactly. in the gap for, like really standing up for, and then what's worth just like. All right, it's, it's, I have found very often when someone, you know, squirms or gets upset or, or really shouts in, in your face, it's really revealing more about themselves mm -hmm. than it is you. Yep. You know, and, and I, and I think as a mom though, in this situation, I commend you because I think, um, I have, I have even just, um, for those of you who are new to the, to the channel, I have a 10 month old son and a 12 year old bonus daughter. And, and it's like that mama bear comes up in you though, when someone can say something against you, but when it affects your child, it's yes. like, oh no, you didn't. Oh, yeah. Like there is, oh, nothing more personal. So I can imagine in these situations, it has to be difficult and you got to have days where it is just a struggle i'm sure to put on a happy face yes and so you know when he moved out I'm still mm -hmm. under that influence of i needed to support him his mm -hmm. his um so his father caspian's father's grand um father so his grandfather from his dad's side mm -hmm. had me in the car alone um and was having a conversation with me about how, you know, um, if I get a stimulus check and it includes the half of Casey, um, his father, that, you know, if I could, I could, I could send them that half. Or, um, well, if you're okay with helping us pay for his flight to come down and be there for his first birthday, you know, that would be appreciative. Mamas do not wow. do, and I preach to you, do not let any of them think that you owe them anything yeah. like that. And that's something like, and of course I was in that mode of like, yeah, okay, you know, I'll, I'll try yeah. and help you. But as I got away from that toxic energy, mm -hmm. my mind went from this, crazy fog to wow like clarity <laughs> yes, like <laughs> it went from like you know like the parting of the sea like all of a sudden it was there and it parted <laughs> and I had a walkway like there it was and um yeah. it was insane and so now you know it went from me texting them every day and telling them how I was doing mm. to 
it's once a week and it, you know he puts no effort in so me as a single mom who goes and I work four days out of my week um, I have three days with my son which I'm grateful that I can afford and that I have the opportunity to have those three days um, with him but you know that's three days of doctor's appointments uh, therapy appointments uh, also my everyday life you know cleaning Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mom's work is <laughs> never done. No, it's never done. You go to bed and go, man, I just sat on the couch for an hour and I could have gotten all of this stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very different thing. But, you know, I kind of felt like a single mom even in the beginning. Before, right? Because, yeah. go, you know, going back to being with him, it was a challenge. It was, oh, I just, I just sat down. Wow, you got to sit right. down. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> like, as a mom, right. that would be amazing to be able to just sit down and actually relax. Yeah. Um, well, I, th- I think you've painted such a, a picture of, it's almost like you now know, I feel like, you know, if in the future you meet an, an incredible man mm-hmm. that wants to step up and like, you know, take, take charge. Cause like you've seen such the polar opposite and if anything that that can be a blessing in some way and, and, you know, cause you, you said it so well that you felt like almost like you were, you know, parenting two kids and it's like, you knew enough to know though, and, and maybe you can talk a little on this, but maybe it was cause I don't know if you had good influences in your I life did. or like maybe and good family members that you knew that wasn't what you Yes. Deserved. And you know, that's a huge, a huge thing for all these moms who are questioning, you know, can I do this? Mm-hmm. Should I do this? Is mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of women out there who don't have a support system and my heart goes out to them so much because I'm grateful for the support system I have. I have a sister-in-law, and I think we spoke of her in our previous session. Um, you mean Saint Mary? Yeah. Yes, Saint oh my Mary. gosh, we all call her May May, <laughs> and she's amazing. Mm. But um, she she watches my son, her, her nephew, two days out of the week, and sometimes even other days out of the week when I need me time. You know, because that's the thing. Like mm-hmm. you, you need your me time. But going back to that support, yeah. Even if it's not family or, and it's a friend or, you know, somebody you just know who can be there for you, latch onto it. Because if I didn't have the family and the support system I had, so if, say I had all of this experience and I was back in Ohio and my mom was down here, I'd probably still be in a toxic relationship. And I would be miserable and I'd be this angry person and I don't right. want that. Right. So you would say like looking back and I, and I know it's hard because you have had some really <sighs> great support and we love your family. But if you could look at where you're at now and imagine not having as much support, would you still do it? Would you still have ended the relationship with Caspian? I Sonia? honestly don't know. Um, it, it's... I want to say that my stubbornness would would say yes, <laughs> and yeah. but then that submissive, you know, behavior that us women naturally have, 
um, right. would say no because, you know, it was, oh, you want to please him and you want him to be happy and yeah. this and that. Mm-hmm. But your happiness is worth a thousand times more than anyone else's, other than your kids, of course. But that's the whole difference. But you yeah. have to be happy in order to raise happy kids. You know, right? As odd as that sounds, or you shouldn't. (laughs) But it's so true. No, it's so true, though. Like, as even being a health and fitness coach, I always tell moms, like, even like honestly, hearing you sit on the couch for an hour um, doesn't make me mad as a couch coach because I'm like, dude, like sometimes we need that rest time. You need that time where you're just chilling and and you really do become a better, whether it's a wife or a girlfriend Mm -hmm. or especially a better mom when you take care of yourself and you can't do that if you're pouring for an empty cup yes. or if you have someone sucking you dry oh yes um and all the time and you know that that negativity also feeds into your child and that's something that i noticed and that's part of the reason why we partially came to a mutual agreement and i just put my foot down was yeah. you know <clears throat> when we got home from the NICU he my baby boy he struggled so hard He had reflux issues. He had to be on two different types of medications. Eventually he had to be on three, um, you know, and everything. And when we ended the relationship emotionally, and then we also ended it completely physically where he was not here, the, the difference in Caspian was phenomenal. He went from, you know, he was kind of doing things in his physical therapy to he started making leaps and bounds and now he's walking <laughs> so wow. yes he is pulling oh my gosh I, I can cry hearing he that. is pulling <laughs> to stand he is walking I, I say walking sometimes it seems like he's running around the table but um <laughs> he he does not yeah. do it without support but you know for him to be able to do it at all is phenomenal so yeah seeing him well so it seems like he's thriving then like he's thriving in the environment you've created for him yes and but again being a single mom it's scary it's very scary because it's like wow you know you go to bed at night and go ah i'm here alone like i you know it's Mm, just me mm -hmm. and my kid and my whatever animals you have if you have them (laughs) and (laughs) If you don't have them, get them. Yes. Well, and that's, you know, that's something a part of, you're a single mom. You have, you know, whether you're in an apartment, a condo, um, a house or whatever it may be, you're alone. You know, we, we look to have men as also protectors, not as just lovers. And Mm, so, yeah. So you go from feeling, okay, I have another body that could help in an emergency to, I, you know, I think of, okay, I got to make sure his diaper bag has everything that I might need if I have to grab it in a hurry. Um, I have to make sure that the dogs, you know, are also set up into a sense where I can just throw them in the car if need be, you know. So it's and like, go, yeah. Yes, or, you know, daily life. Like, if I want to run to Walmart, it's not, hey, babe, can you watch him while he naps? I need to go run to the store. No, it's okay, I have to wait until he's done with his nap. I have to make sure he's been fed, diaper change, this and that. So all your normal mom things, but tenfold. Because now you're not just, oh, hey, can you have this person, you know, your significant other, whether it be a boyfriend or a husband, 
um, be with them. And now you're like, okay, I have to have, you have to plan. It's like literally putting a map on your table and dotting it out to where you need to go <laughs> to your destination. So it has its struggles. It's very scary sometimes. And especially now with this whole pandemic stuff still going on. So, yeah, there's a lot less that you can you can do yeah. that you can get out of the house or so many more I feel like precautions you have to take yes. and 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 yeah, I still get this sense from you though that even with all the trials and and all the struggles that and now you're you know you're getting into you know another Hollering. year of going into this. Yeah. <laughs> you still seem though at the end of the day like you're very happy that you made this decision I and am. that you be you did this for you and your son. I am so, and that's, and that's something women, you'll have that. Don't get me wrong. I cried mm -hmm. for so many mm -hmm. days. I'd, you know, get into bed and I'd cry. Like, wow, did yeah. I make this right decision? Am I mm -hmm. stupid? Am I really this mean person? He's claiming that I am, you know, mm -hmm. this and that. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to have friends and family and all that be like, look, you, you did what was right for you. And then the yeah. skeletons come out of the closet and you really start to understand how people really saw what was going on in your relationship yeah. that they didn't say because no. they respected the fact that it was your relationship, you know? Yeah. So it felt fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> to finally and now, be free. Um, to be, to be free. That is such a, so poetic, <laughs> poignant, but so very, very true. And, you know, when you, we think about, you know, coming to a close uh, today with your podcast, I think about the future for you and Caspian and all the moms out there that are maybe, you know, in the, in the middle of that season, trying to figure out like, do I leave this guy? Like, is it worth it? You know, um, when you think about the future with you and Caspian, like, how does it look with involving his dad at this point? Like, what have you guys decided upon for co-parenting? Honestly, I'm okay with co-parenting, but he told me from the, I don't know, the first month of everything changing over that he could not handle co-parenting with me. So that's his choice. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the key. If you have a man who wants to co-parent women, don't be bitter. Don't, yeah. don't be yeah. bitter. It's hard. And it, it's really, really hard. But if that that dad wants to be involved, please, please let it happen. Even if it's calling every day or, you know, wanting to be there for a doctor's appointment that might be very important. Mm -hmm. Let it, as long as it's not a toxic time, let it happen. Because I have a, as I call him, a sperm donor at this point because he only talks to his son once a week on a 10 minute phone call and then he gets mad that his one-year-old doesn't want to see him and doesn't know who he is it's, you have no one else to blame but yourself when your kid doesn't know who you are if you don't want to be involved in it so i give kudos yeah. to those dads who who want to co-parent and the moms who can because it's not always easy co-parenting. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> no, no. I will say um, being in my own little blended family, yes. it's... Uh... It's a struggle and it's not for everyone. You no, know? Um, a quick it's it's not and it's OK. And there's no shame in mm -hmm. it. I think we as moms carry around enough mom guilt at it as it is. And you have to just 
um, do with what works for you. And what I love hearing from your story, Kristen, is that despite everything that you've gone through or maybe grown through with Caspian's dad, <laughs> I love that you're still very optimistic towards men, that you're not, you didn't become a man hater. Like Ooh. you can really see it, I feel, through the scope of this was his dad and you know maybe maybe not now but maybe seeing a hope for the future for you at least yeah let's let's hope and that's you know you will go through that phase and it was a phase it, mm-hmm. and women should not feel guilty for having that oh all men are terrible but yeah. <laughs> don't don't scrape them all off on the same on the same time because yeah. not all of them are like that so yes well, especially and especially I always think of it when especially for moms of boys like right now you can look at your little man and be like wow I'm raising mm-hmm. a man like mm-hmm. I'm raising someone who more than likely will be someone's boyfriend or husband yeah. or the father of his own children and what a privilege you get to be that even if his own dad doesn't get to teach him to be a man you can still raise him to be a gentleman kind exactly. of thing exactly and you're uh, and you're doing a great job at oh it. Uh, thank you i get Kristen, that a lot i love you <laughs> i love, I love you, you i can imagine and truly like i i already feel like we're gonna end up doing like a monthly series because you have yes! so much i would love to continue share because now we have <laughs> genetics results so that's a whole nother story Yes. yes there you go well everybody listening stay tuned because the story is not over with Caspian <laughs> or Kristen I have a feeling maybe on a future episode maybe we can get May May maybe we can get yeah. Mary on here because she's a mom um, who gosh she's a mom of three and has been through a lot oh, a lot um, she is a warrior she is a that is so mm-hmm. that woman oh man we could definitely I think we have to get get her on here and uh, we'll get on that behind the scenes but until then Kristen um, on behalf of all my viewers and I um, just a huge hug and thank you so much for being on the podcast well thank you for having me so much and I look forward to the future (laughs) absolutely girls speak it out and everybody listening if you'd like to connect with Kristen I'll put her contact information um, from her previous show in the show notes page so you can go on there and reach out to her especially if you need another single mama that reminds you that it's worth it and you can do it and form that support system definitely thank you awesome all right mamas have an absolutely beautiful day and remember that just because you're a mom doesn't mean you don't have a voice you do have a voice you do have a story and it's worth being heard